0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Miami Mix, the Join and podcast. My name is Steven. My
1: name is Jerry.
0: And today we are here to talk about, uh, I guess, the first couple of days of pads in training camp, officially week two of yeah. training camp. Uh, lots of fun. There's a little bit to talk about. Uh, Jerry and I actually went to training camp today, and we have some thoughts.
1: Yeah. Lots of thoughts. We have some thoughts. Good, have some bad... Thoughts. And um,
0: some very ugly. interesting questions. <laughs> yeah, uh, we are brought to you by cbdx.com. That's cbdx.com. Uh, go there for all of your CBD needs: gummies, flour, vapes. Uh, I think they have like disposable va- vape pens and yeah, actual vape pens. They got all kinds of stuff. But uh, that's that's our go-to source for
1: CBD. It- Products. It's real. Yeah. I mean, we both uh, swear by the Delta 8 gummies. Uh, promo code Meow gets you 20% off. I, yep. I use check it, it out. <laughs>
0: yeah, we, we, yeah. We use it all the time. I mean, it's a good product and uh, fast shipping, everything you'd want. So
1: don't check it out. Don't operate heavy machinery on it. Please be yeah, safe. That's right.
0: Or try to do a podcast. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, the training camp experience, I, I wanted to kind of talk about this just a little bit up front um, for the fans, right? Fans training camp experience. Not great, no. in my opinion.
1: Um, it's what? it's very interesting. It feels like they try, purposely try to keep the offense away from the fans. That's Yeah. The, That's they really always annoying. play on the opposite side. They don't really play like any scrimmage or any like two-minute warning. On the closer field to the fans, it's hot. You know, it. It. I know it's not. It's not meant to be a party for the fans. It's supposed to be camp where you know the players are getting better, and that's what it's po- hopefully hmm. is doing. But I get what you're saying that it could be better. You know. Well, I, I was. I was just looking at some training
0: camp video from other fan bases, like from other teams uh like the cowboys a few other teams and it looks like the fan experience number one there's there's like places to sit there's not just a big hill right yeah there's bleachers there's chairs um the fans are closer to the action now you know where we were we saw like the linebackers we saw some of the secondary uh some offensive defensive line work but we didn't get to see any of like the eleven on eleven stuff or the seven on sevens or any of the you know the scrimmages. That was all on the complete opposite side of the field from where we were. Uh, lots of players kind of lined up on the sidelines in between where we were and where the action was taking place. Um, you couldn't see hardly anything. No, it, and that not, was you could not take pictures. You could not have your cell phones out to take video or pictures. You know, we had some guy come by and tell us to put them up essentially, when we were trying to, to take some video and stuff. Well, um, I,
1: I wasn't even taking videos. I was taking a picture of literally a huddle of quarterbacks. Yeah. and I, yeah. you know.
0: I, I was trying to take some video. But, uh, I mean, still, like, why? Why not? What are we going to do? You're going to have cell phone videos being sent to other teams to let them see what the plays are? No. I mean, that's not going to happen. If they wanted to, they could still get that. Uh, the Panthers are posting videos all the time on their own social media. Like it's it's nothing, um, but yeah, I mean, there, you know, there's no shade for the fans. There's it's like brutally hot. I understand, you know, that the Rock Hill thing was going to be a much better fan experience. Like that was one of the reasons they were doing it. Yeah, they got to figure something out. I mean, this it's just it, it's no wonder that there's you know brutally low attendance this year yeah. at training camp and it, and it and it makes me kind of feel bad for the team like they're feeling like they don't have the support of the fans well the fan experience is really it's shit i mean it sucks it is not comfortable it's not enjoyable
1: that there's not- no concession stand so like mm-hmm. i brought water and i killed my couple of bottles of water quickly and i was like yeah. okay and I'm not gonna walk the 20 minutes to my car to get another bottle of water that I had in my cooler. So, right. and like you said, we got told immediately to no cameras. Oh, okay, you know, scorching hot. <laughs> you know, so far away. And like I said, they purposely move every all all of the things we want to see as fans, like Sam Darnold Baker. They've moved them to yeah. a field so that no one could see it except for some. It's media. Personnel and media. The professional media. And it was like, why can't we watch? Like, bring it to the closer field. Let your fans get engaged. We did see David Tepper. David Tepper signing some autographs. He was, like, 20 feet away from us. Mm
0: -hmm. But,
1: okay, that's David Tepper. I mean, I remember a few years ago, I know when Richardson owned it, the the cheerleaders were out there and stuff like that. Granted, we went on a Tuesday midday, but... Before, there was like a play 60 right. field for the kids to th- mm-hmm. play football. The cheerleaders were out there. And this year, it just, same with Fan Fest last year, it just feels like they're neglecting their fan experience.
0: It's like if, it, if it's not making them money, they're not going to put any effort into it. Mm-mm. Right? I mean, and that seems to be David Tepper's whole deal. If it's not going to make him a bunch of money, if he's not going to get that immediate return on investment, he's just not going to do it. Yeah. So that kind of sucks for the fans. But um, that being said, I don't want to be so like so negative. I mean, it was fun to be out there. It was fun to see the players. We did see some really cool stuff uh, that we'll talk about here in a few minutes. But um, but there is some news. So let's get to kind of what's going on.
1: Okay. First, uh, Shaq Thompson is still on the PUP list. He's expected to be backed by week one. But there's no guarantee and... He kind of mm-hmm. even pretended like it wasn't, like, that's not out of the realm that he'll miss week one. That makes me a little nervous.
0: Yeah. Well, now, you're saying week one of the season?
1: Of the season. Because they mm. asked him uh, a couple days ago if he would be back by week one, and he kind of played coy. Don't know if that was just him gaming the system, you know, but it makes me a I little mean, nervous because he is yeah. our linebacking core.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's one of the things that we saw today. When we were there, we got a real up close look at the linebacking core. And without Shaq, it's Frankie Louvu and a whole bunch of nobodies, you know,
1: or a whole bunch uh, of not not nobodies necessarily, but Davian Wilson and yeah, Corey Littleton were the big names. And literally, besides Brandon Smith, I had to keep looking back at the brochure to see mm-hmm. who which linebacker was that. You know, I don't know a bunch of guys
0: that aren't going to make the team. I mean, they they just didn't look very good, but no, um, yeah, that's kind of surprising because I thought that he was on the pup just basically to kind of because he had off season surgery and he was sort of just working back into shape. Essentially, so
1: basically what I was kind of sold as, yeah,
0: yeah, that's that's a little concerning.
1: Our other pup Um, list. Oh, go ahead. Our other pup list. JC Horn has returned back to practice. He is not back to full practice and is more day to day. With his return, we did see him line up and do some drills, but I don't believe he was on the 11 11 drills yet.
0: I don't think so. Uh, but he looks spry, he mm-hmm. was jumping around out there, he's running around. Uh, you know, he's a big dude, big in person, dude. like he is, he's legit. So, um, it was good to see him out there, you know, getting getting back healthy and, and ready to go. So, um, a couple of roster. Changes, I guess. The Panthers signed uh, former second-round pick, cornerback Duke Dawson, uh, and another quarterback, Delvin jo- or Devin Jones, uh, within the last couple of days. So, uh, Duke Dawson, where where was he previously?
1: Uh, he was with, I believe, the Cardinals last, but he was a second-round draft pick by New England, got injured, mm-hmm. never really played there, and then they got traded to, I believe it was the Cardinals. Um, he played a little bit, but he's never really caught on he's probably one of those guys that has a lot had a lot of potential but just hasn't really worked on it maybe it was the broncos yeah it was the broncos sorry
0: okay yep no problem um yeah i kind of put you on the spot there sorry but yeah uh you know adding a little bit of cornerback depth after the retirement of um was it Rashawn melvin
1: Rashawn melvin jc horn's injury yep
0: so good good uh good depth added there I will say though, I think um, I think our cornerback room is pretty deep and pretty good, even with that retirement. I think. Uh, oh yeah. I think we're in pretty good shape. secondary is in pretty good shape. Um, at to uh, to add those guys, you know, obviously there was the uh, the retirement, but also we waived uh, wide receiver Andrew Parchment. Uh, wasn't going to make the team anyway. Um, and then uh, Keith Taylor, uh, cornerback. Uh, out with a hamstring injury will probably miss a couple of weeks so uh, doesn't seem to be too concerning for matt roland and the staff mm-hmm. but uh, obviously right now you want to keep him out just as a precaution so keith taylor gonna be a big part of that secondary i think this year
1: yeah i agree i, I think keith taylor he's the next man up uh cj anderson or cj henderson is having a great <clears throat> camp from all all yeah. aspects um, I watched him make a couple breakups today. Uh, yep. Smith, Steve Smith uh, Sr. went on the radio, talked glowingly. You know, he got out of that Urban Meyer system, came mm-hmm. in this year, and he has looked great. So, really excited about that. And then we have Dante Jackson, JC Horn, and then, you know, Keith Taylor's an X-Man up. I think that's really solid.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I you know, CJ Henderson, like if if that works out, what a steal, honestly. I mean, yeah. if, you know, if he's if he's able to be, you know, that top ten pick talent and able to kind of realize that on the field. Wow, like Fitterer, just amazing. A really, really nice job.
1: Well, if if Henderson works out, you've got three years of. J.C. Horn, mm-hmm. Henderson, and Dante Jackson under all of these current contracts that are very manageable. So yeah. and that that's a top three. Like Dante Jackson yeah. would be your weak link in that, and I I weak link. we say he's a top tier number two corner. I don't think he mm-hmm. could go against you know premier pa- you know pass catchers and dominate, but I think against number two speedier guys, I think that's where his money is. So.
0: Yeah, I mean that could be a really, really like top end secondary if uh, if C.J. Anderson is able to, you know, realize his potential. I'll say. Uh, so really good uh, initial, you know, thoughts from him on camp uh, and his uh, uh, Matt Rule has even said that his personality, his demeanor, everything is kind of just so much better. I think he really got. Uh, the Urban Meyer treatment was was really bad for him (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know as a rookie and and trying to learn the game like I I really think he's in a good spot now well
1: he had Doug Marone the year before his rookie season I
0: believe and then
1: he then his sophomore year it was the training camp he had some injuries and supposedly looked really good in training camp last year with the Jags and then they traded him he didn't mesh with Urban Meyer and from what I'm not gonna knock a guy for not meshing with Urban Meyer after everything I've heard. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yep. If you don't show players respect, I don't expect how you're gonna get respect back.
0: Agreed, agreed. All right, what we got next here?
1: Uh, we're gonna go ahead and jump into some QB talk. Um, every every camp, it seems like whoever's playing with the ones wins the day. Except for Matt Corral one day, one a day, on I think it was Saturday of last week. Supposedly,
0: what, because he <laughs> threw into a net. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> I mean, they're not really letting that poor guy play. Like when they were yeah. doing drills, he had the scout team on the back end while everybody, else, PJ Walker, and then were throwing to the receivers. Which I felt bad for him because honestly, he looked really sharp from the you know throwing in the nets and all the passes mm-hmm. I was watching. I was like. He looks really good. He's getting the ball. I mean his delivery's nice. It's god zip. He was more accurate than the other three quarterbacks it looked like. But it's a,
0: it's a little weird that they're giving PJ so much so much of yeah. a Yeah. Like we know we know what PJ is. Um Matt Corral obviously is going to make the team. Like they're not going to cut their third-round pick that they traded up to get. PJ Walker is not going to be on the roster. Like let's Let's see what Matt Corral can do. I don't understand why PJ is getting so much. It's uh, work it's in camp.
1: Matt Rule's boy. I mean that's that's all it is. I know. And Matt Rule has this weird. But this thing is one about... of the things
0: that frustrates us about Matt Rule. Yeah. Right. Is like the obvious thing. He just doesn't do it. He has to be pushed into it. Brady Christensen at left tackle. Baker Mayfield, obviously the most starting ready quarterback on the roster. We saw a little bit of it today. I mean, the the video has been making the rounds of his pass to Robbie Anderson.
1: Yeah, I mean you that know, was, a was a beautiful, great pass. Great split pass. coverage. I mean, he only he only Robbie Anderson could have caught that. Yeah. No, not he was in double coverage and he threw it perfectly. Yep. You know, Robbie Anderson actually caught a ball too. <clears throat> it wasn't dropped. Yeah, it was so, a great catch. So yeah, really good catch. It just makes no sense to me that, you know, you're still doing that. Uh, Sam Darnold, he, he's looked good, but it's Sam he Darnold. And but he bullets... hasn't looked
0: like any better than Baker, and Baker's been here for two weeks. Exactly. Like, Baker's, you know, if the, if the competition is already that close and Baker just got here, that should tell you everything you need to know.
1: And Matt Rule even said... Oh, you could already tell he's really getting more familiar with the playbook and the players. Yeah, mm-hmm. he probably would do that if he was just getting more first team reps. And once the ghosts come flying, we know what Sam Darnold's gonna do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, but like you said, Corral has looked good in the, the very limited work he's gotten. I'd mm-hmm. love. Uh, I, I can You know, that's one of the things I'm looking forward to most with uh, the preseason is to see Matt Corral. Let him get out there and actually get some work. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, first preseason game is like uh, less than two weeks away now. So we're getting there. It's a weird, it's a Saturday at 1 o'clock. Like, I was looking at the schedule because I was thinking, you know, they're always Thursday at 7 o'clock. Yeah, Friday. You know, Friday, 7 o'clock. Saturday, 1 o'clock. I'm like, that kind of sucks. Like, I was looking forward to Thursday night, you know, getting the preseason kicked off. But I have to wait a couple more days. Oh, well.
1: <laughs> yeah, but Baker's a quarterback. I mean, there wasn't really much mm-hmm. of a question, but he, overall he looks better. Yes, he's made yes. throws some interceptions. He threw another one today to Frankie Louvu. He's got to clean that up, but I also think, you know, in time, more reps, he's going to get more familiar. He's going he's, he's to throw interception, guys. He's not going to be perfect, and he's been known for forcing the ball. That's just his MO. I don't That's what he suspect that. I I don't suspect...
0: He'll make incredibly exciting plays, and he'll make incredibly frustrating plays. We just hope that he makes more of the former. But in camp, for a guy that's been here for two weeks, nobody should be complaining about those interceptions. No. It's learning. Like, he just got here. He's still getting his timing down. He's still learning the playbook. Like... Of course he's going to throw interceptions. The fact that he's throwing some really good balls and making some really exciting plays should be really encouraging to all of us. Yes. I know it is for me.
1: Oh, it definitely is for me too because at least I feel there's a glimmer of hope at the quarterback position right now because going into the season without him, I really did not. My best wish was Matt Corral would just look lightning and unseat him or unseat Sam Darnold. But in, well, that was never going to happen because Matt no. won't give him that oh. opportunity. Nope. <laughs> All right. Now let's move on to now they're finally in pads. We're going to actually see some running plays. You know, blocking and, you know, defense of actually trying to mm-hmm. get in the face. Obviously, they don't tackle. They just, you know, yeah. two-hand touch. And with Christian McCaffrey, we don't want him to get tackled anyways. So, no. with that never. said... Not the O line is opening up <laughs> huge holes. I've seen some mm-hmm. videos of the practice on Monday. I saw it today, where the the running backs aren't getting touched till five, six yards down the field. Which sounds great until you realize that's against our defense, who had, was really bad against the run last year. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, I mean, again, because they're not really allowed to hit, you know, hard. It's really hard to judge the run defense. Um, but I do like the the you know offensive line making those holes. Yeah. It's very encouraging. Um but yeah, I mean, they just didn't they didn't really do a ton to improve the run defense in the offseason, honestly.
1: Yeah, they were expecting Derek uh Brown and Ioannidis, I guess, to step up or Davion Nixon to you know take another leap, yeah. but they're going to have to do something, because from what it looked like, they were gashing that defensive line on run defense. I know that this this whole defensive scheme is to really stop that pass, but what we saw last year is once teams ran on us, they ran on us. Yep. And with no linebacking support besides Shaq Thompson, no one else looks like a run, stud run-stuffing linebacker. I I don't know what they're going to do besides bring in more defensive tackle help, which they've said that they plan on doing.
0: Yeah, I think they need to go ahead and get on that. Um, And again, once cuts happen, there there are going to be guys available, but I can't imagine they're going to be able to, you know, bolster that run defense that much, you know, with guys that are just going to fall off of other teams. So it's a little concerning, but again, Mm -hmm. um, this is something we dealt with last season and if our offense was a little better last season, I think we'd have won a lot more games. So, um, you know, if you get up on teams, they're not going to run as much. So, better offense is a better run defense, honestly. <laughs> you know, maybe that's what they're counting on.
1: That, that's maybe.
0: Yeah. Um, Any last thoughts? Right. No, no. Let's, uh, let's move on to the next thing here. Um, so, one of the things that we did get a pretty good eye on today was some of the pass rush drills. Uh, versus offensive lineman, uh, which is really nice because we got to see Icky up close. We got mm-hmm. to see Brady Christensen up close. We got to see Pat Elfline, your favorite, up close, uh, get bowled over a couple of times. Yeah. Um, what Flat what on his were butt. you more impressed? <laughs> what were you more impressed with, the pass rush or the pass protection?
1: I guess. So it, it's a mixed bag here for me because a Brian Burns looked dominant no matter who they put. Pl- Put against him. I mean, yeah. he dominated Christensen, uh, Icky, you know. I, I think he beat yep. Moten. Like, he was just dominant. Mm-hmm. But then on the other side, I, I only saw Barno really break free one time. And Cade Mays had some really nice blocks. He got pushed back. But these drills are more one-on-one. There's no, like, scheming mm-hmm. up against it. He got pushed back, but he kept his... Uh, I don't know if it was Nixon or not, but right in front of him, I saw Kate Mays make some nice ones. Brady Christensen, besides Brian Burns, dominated everybody. Uh, Etor, yeah, Brady Christensen looked really good. I think yeah. it was Etor, Etor dominated uh, Pat Elfline, knocked him on his ass. I'm oh, mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we saw um, Derek Brown had a really yeah. nice bull rush as well. Um, uh, so I mixed back... Like you said, um,
1: Austin Corbett and Bradley Bozeman, I saw get pushed back to the quarterback a couple times and it it makes you worried, but you're also hoping that maybe it's just more that it's one-on-one drills basically.
0: Well, I mean, so far I think the defense has looked better than the offense overall, which is not a huge surprise. That tends to be the way things are in training camp, you know, early the defense is always a little ahead of the offense. So, um, but yeah i mean i think um, maybe our fear of the offensive or the defensive line um maybe a little unfounded maybe no. things are gonna be okay because i think our offensive line is going to be pretty good so and they were they were getting they were getting to the quarterback you know quote unquote during these drills so um, yeah i would say i came i came away impressed by both. Uh, both lines
1: actually yeah um <laughs> moving on now real quick from our observations and stuff who do you th- who have kind of jumped out at you a couple you know lately that or your observation reads and everything like that mm-hmm. who has kind of dropped a little bit on yours so- uh i
0: mean i would say like obviously cj henderson has been a nice surprise so far mm-hmm. um I liked uh, I liked seeing Dante Jackson out there. He was sort of jawing back and forth with some fans. I thought that was that was fun. Oh,
1: uh, they called about because he got beat by Zilster yeah. and he was like, "This is a receiver drill." And then the next drill, he dominated whatever receiver yeah, he, he was on. He just...
0: locked him down. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. But you know, I mean, I expected Dante to be good, so I'm not gonna I'm not really gonna say. It. I just wanted to mention that. Um, but yeah, I would say CJ is certainly up. Um, Matt Corral, I think, looks better than I expected him to so early. Yeah, me too. Um, again, limited work, but he looks like the real deal. I liked what I've heard from football people like Steve Smith, you know, saying how impressed he was with him. Um, in terms of stock down, I mean, I don't know. I don't really know anybody yet. I haven't heard a ton of great things from, like, Dante Foreman yet. Um but it's still pretty early, so I don't I don't know if I have any, like, big stock downs, other than maybe, like, the linebacking core as a whole.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I agree. That. that stock up, stock down, usually that's... But you're right, I haven't really heard much negative, and I didn't see much negative besides, you know, like you said, not much depth there. Stock up. Um, Terrace Marshall Jr., he has made some big catches, He's he's... Didn't do some today, but the other day he had a couple nice ones. Robbie Anderson looks, he had two nice catches, both from Baker Mayfield. One, he wasn't covered, but it was just a drill. The other one, that double coverage catch, looked good.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that. Uh, Robbie's stock up a little bit. Um, Yeah, Marshall, I don't know, man. Like, we all want him to be good. I haven't seen anything in this camp that makes me think he's any better than he was last camp. If that makes sense. Um, I think it's all going to be regular season for me with him and see if he can, whatever demons he had last year that he wasn't able to get on the field. If he's exercised those and he's able to get on the field.
1: Yeah. Um, also we had the first kind of fist cuffs today. Uh, Kenny Robinson laid out a, a I forget who it was uh, receiver, then the O line came to the receiver's defense and it was kind of a scrum. It wasn't wasn't anything serious. Yeah, yeah, it was nothing serious. Out. It was towards the I end like of practice. Yeah, yeah. O line standing up for their receiver defense. It, I saw it live and I agree he shouldn't have hit him that hard. It, you know, not for this type of drill, but. Yeah, I'm sure they're getting antsy in the pantsy to hit somebody. So it's
0: coming, <laughs> boys. It's coming. Don't hit your own players too hard. Yeah, no, we still gotta gotta field the team, but uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Overall, I mean, I would say like uh, I'm feeling more optimistic about the team in general.
1: Yeah,
0: just Me too. from what we've heard, what we've seen. Uh, I like Matt Rule's demeanor a lot more than what we saw last season. I think he's more excited. Um so yeah, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic, I would say going into the the preseason here. Um you got one more note here that you wanted to kind of discuss.
1: Um I actually paused the recording cuz we only have 5 okay. minutes left on okay. this okay. call. you just okay. ended in a perfect time and we we're both sitting here and I paused it real quick. I was like, yeah, that's a good one. All right. So cuz right. I don't know bye. how long this will last and I don't want to So I'll call you right back. Okay, bye. my zoom no longer keeps where we're at what do you mean your zoom my zoom used to like pop up where we were last time oh like automatically so everything was already set up now it's popping up in the middle i'm like i have to adjust it every time it's fine it's fine all right so we will i guess continue on at uh, just, you know, how long till Icky. Yeah. So
0: Okay. All right. Uh, do you want to take it? Yeah, I'll start.
1: Now, with that being said, I there is one last thing that I kind of want to talk about. Now, with Icky on second string and Baker on, like, sharing duties, now, I feel like we're all on consistence that those two are going to start. Now I just—they
0: should start.
1: They should start. They should start. Start week one. I I get the competition things, but this is how long is them competing for this spot going to hurt the team in the long run? I mean, let's be real. We drafted Icky six overall. Let put him at left tackle. I mean, number, number
0: one offensive lineman taken. Like those guys start.
1: Yeah. And Brady Christensen, you didn't want to play there until the end of the season. So why is he above this guy that you you best offensive lineman in the draft? Why are you putting him out there? Especially considering you want him to become a guard, play him at guard. Get him in those guard reps because he's not going to be able to transition, I don't think, right away to guard. And then you're going to have to start Michael Jordan again. And we don't (laughs) want to see that.
0: Yeah, and and he kind of sucked at guard last season, so he... Yeah, like there if there was no kind of that, be, he sucked. Yeah, if that's where you want him to be, then that's where he needs to be getting his reps.
1: Yeah, I, I just. I mean,
0: we've got Cam Irving as a backup for left tackle. We've got yeah. some guy We've got a lot of flexibility on the line uh, for guys that could fill in if they had to. So, I would agree. I, I'm not too concerned yet, uh, as we're only no. in week two. We haven't even had the first preseason game yet. But, um. I think it's more for me. I would agree with you. It's more Brady Christensen than Icky because I think Icky's going to be fine. Icky's been playing left tackle his career. Yeah. you know he's he's coming in. That's his spot. Brady, if you're going to start him at guard, he needs to be playing guard right now. Yeah, I hundred percent agree with that.
1: It, it just makes I, I know that's Matt Rule. You got to earn your spot. You got to compete. You know or. You got to earn it. Well, did Icky not earn it by dominating college? Did he not do it by dominating the scouting combine? Did he not do it when Mm -hmm. he did everything you wanted in the interviews? Did he not do it by showing up in shape and ready to go? Like I've heard nothing besides this guy's a monster as well. Yeah, like he's been a monster. Why? Why are you hurting his stock and learning better? I guess it's just like, oh, come on! I don't want to see this long, drawn-out process, and he not get the reps he needs. You know, yeah. it's same with Brady Christensen last year. They didn't want to even try to play him at left tackle. Oh no, Cam Irving's our t- our premier left tackle. You know, we we signed him on the first day of trading camp. Well, look how that did you because you didn't give Christensen enough time. You weren't comfortable enough to put him out there until the end of the season when the whole season was already lost. And now you're saying, he's one of our best players of the team. Well, you didn't see that last year until, like, week 13, 14.
0: Yeah. It kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about Matt Rule. Like, he doesn't do the obvious. He doesn't do what everyone sees, what everyone, you know, not just the fans, other media Mm-hmm. You know other coaches like we've heard even uh, what's his name the new offensive line coach um, James Campen Campen even he was like I wish that they would have played Brady more at left tackle last season because he looked pretty good from what I saw
1: yeah you know,
0: I mean it's it's not just us guys <laughs> like it's it's everybody um, but yeah I mean Matt Rule you know you went out you. Traded for Baker, these discussions, these things were happening for months. You get your guy. Like we said, he's if, if, it's, if he has not separated himself from Sam Darnold yet, Sam Darnold certainly hasn't separated himself from Baker. No. And the guy's been here for two weeks. He's still learning the playbook. That should be all you need to see. Like, he's- all right, let's go ahead and give him all the reps. Let him get up to speed because obviously
1: this is the guy. He's still learning the playbook, yet he he forces not forces he makes plays down the field a lot better than Sam Darnold, who mm-hmm. knows the playbook better, who who's been here before, he knows the players better. Yet he still is more check down Charlie of dropping off those three and four yard passes. Well, he's scared to make a mistake.
0: Sam Darnold is. He, he's terrified to make a mistake. Whereas and he still Baker, does it though.
1: They both had yeah, interceptions well, ba- today.
0: Yeah. yeah. But that's the thing. Is like Baker, at least Baker's making his mistakes downfield, right? Sam's making his mistakes right there at the line of scrimmage. That, that's going to hurt you way more. Those those are always going to get returned, Wow. you know? So I would rather, you know, a quarterback go for it, try to make the big play and make a mistake there, than make a mistake by either holding on to the ball too long or just not making the correct throw, not making the right read. So, I don't know. Um, I I would just say, you know, in terms of going back to our original question, I'm not concerned yet, but if by, like, after the first preseason game, if those guys kind of aren't in their spots, then I think I'll start being concerned.
1: Yeah, it was just something that's been driving me nuts. It's like, all right, I I get you want players that compete for positions i get that and and competition usually does bring out the best of people but mm-hmm. when you know there's a you know who's good, starting a Talent where. gap yeah, yeah
0: i mean there's a talent gap icky is the number one offensive lineman that was taken in the draft yeah the number one and it's not play like, him
1: <laughs> and, and it's not like hey maybe i can move him over to right tackle and start there and as Christians no taylor mountain's great he looked. Right. He looked really good in the O line pass rush scrimmage thing that we watched. It. It just. It, it makes no sense. And then mm-hmm. the I hear people. Well, he could play guard. If you drafted a guard with the number six overall pick. I, I why? That's just.
0: Yeah. Why? Sure, he can play guard.
1: Oh, I'm but sure.
0: He's drafted as a left tackle, and that's the premier offensive line spot. That's that's where we need him. Yeah. That was our glaring one of our glaring weaknesses last season. You know, that's why you did that. That's why you went and spent all this money on the offensive line in the offseason. Put your best five guys out there. It's not hard.
1: And Michael Jordan's really not isn't. one of the best five.
0: No he's not. Michael Jordan was getting his you know his lunch handed to him today. Yes. Against almost every pass
1: rusher. So <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Um, all right.
1: I think that's going to do it. Yep. We want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter, at Meow Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at meowmixpodcast.com. And if you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the show. <clears throat> uh, we'll
0: be back, uh, I guess, early next week, probably, to talk about... The rest of this week in training camp, and what happens this weekend?
1: We get a slight uh, preseason preview. We get I was going to gonna do say, our- do
0: you want to reconvene? Do you want to reconvene to talk the Hall of Fame game?
1: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Would I want to talk no? about okay. the Raiders? No.
0: <sighs> you want to talk about, uh, what's Jacksonville and, is it Jacksonville and Oakland?
1: Yeah. Is that who it is? Uh, no. Or not Oakland, not Las, Las Vegas. Las Vegas, yeah, that's what I think it is. Uh, no, 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 no. I know it's yeah. Jacksonville for sure. I mean, there's always, we could talk about the great trade of Denzel Perryman for like what? A six round draft pick who's oh supposedly God. the heart of the Raiders defense after one year. Meanwhile, Pro we're sitting bowler, here, Denzel Aaron Perryman. Mosby, uh, as our <laughs> linebacker. <laughs>
0: Mosby would, by the way, he would still be on the team. I think that was a two year deal, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was.
0: Oh, Jesus. All right. Well, we'll be back early next week and we'll be, yeah, we'll be previewing the preseason game and getting everybody ready for that so until then everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding